Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. This program is sponsored by Yahoo and their media platform, Edgecast. Tune in to the end of this podcast to learn how Edgecast can help your business truly connect with global viewers. Or visit them now at edgecast.com. That's E-D-G-E-C-A-S-T dot com. I'm sure all the fans of HBO's Succession are eager for Sunday night as the season three premiere is just days away and we will learn more about the Roy family dynasty and the nasty workings of family business. And this is your morning buzzcast for Friday, October 15th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcourt. Of course, was in New York for our CAA World Congress of Sports all week. More on that in a minute. Baseball got what it wanted and has so desperately needed a tremendous series between two intense rivals. Comes down to the final inning and a highly controversial call, but the Dodgers beat the Giants 2-1, to the Dodgers get a ninth inning run, and the Giants season ends on a terrible check swing call with a runner on in the bottom of the ninth inning. But the energy at Oracle Park was so palpable, even watching the game, as the crowd of 43,000 was on its feet the entire night. A brutal ending to the Giants' very surprising season. And the defending champion, Los Angeles Dodgers, fly to Atlanta for Game 1 on Saturday night. So MLB has its championship series set. They have major markets remaining. You have the Red Sox in Houston taking on the Astros starting tonight on Fox for Game 1. And the Dodgers Braves starting tomorrow night from Atlanta on TBS. Major changes at the XFL as President and CEO Jeffrey Pollack has left the league. Of course, the future of the league remains unclear after its bankruptcy under former owner Vince McMahon and acquisition out of bankruptcy by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Danny Garcia, and Redbird Capital Partners. That took place in August of 2020. At that time, Pollock was the only one of the XFL employees to remain in his position after the new ownership. Many pointed to him as leading the relaunch, but it's clear now that XFL owners are looking at a new approach toward a relaunch. Pollock was first hired by Vince McMahon in January of 2019. He oversaw the league through its first season in 2020, but remember, it stopped during the pandemic and then the league folded. Pollock is a sports business veteran. He was chief marketing and strategy officer for the Chargers. He had stints at NASCAR and the NBA and was, of course, behind the launch of Sports Business Daily in 1994. So back to the XFL. Remember, the new owners of the XFL wanted to return in 2022. But in July, they called that off, and the XFL acknowledged it would not return until 2023. So the future of the XFL 
a bit murkier. Let's stay with football because the fallout from the investigation into the Washington football team and the well-documented emails that brought down John Gruden is now impacting an NFL league official. Today's Wall Street Journal and New York Times have must-read stories that outline the emails sent back and forth between former team president Bruce Allen and NFL general counsel Jeff Pash, who is also a top advisor to Commissioner Goodell. It's a tough position for Pash to be in because he, of course, would be the person responsible for investigating the team, and the emails show his very close relationship with Allen, who, of course, was running the team at that time. In the emails, Pash and Allen go back and forth on such things as league fines, league policy, but also general politics. The NFL issued a statement saying that such communication between a league and team official occurs on a daily basis and defended Pash as a respected and high-character NFL executive. Interestingly, owners of the Arizona Cardinals, Chicago Bears, and the New York Giants expressed support for Pash yesterday. Pash is very well regarded, so he'll have tremendous support from most ownership groups. But as the league manages any more fallout from these correspondences that are now public, the issue of Jeff Pash bears watching. Meanwhile, in other news around the Washington football team, the team is apologizing for its handling of the retirement of the jersey of the late Sean Taylor. Remember, the team announced Thursday morning that it would officially retire the number 21 jersey of Taylor on Sunday. But that drew immediate backlash from frustrated fans and former players, many of whom questioned the timing and short notice with only three days notice. That prompted a lengthy apology from WFT President Jason Wright last night, who said after months of planning the retirement ceremony, the team, quote, screwed up the execution, and they apologized for hurting many of the fans. So more scrutiny around the leadership of the Washington football team over its handling of this. And remember, the late Sean Taylor was one of the most popular players of the team's recent era. You know, earlier I mentioned this week at the CAA World Congress of Sports, and on Wednesday morning, you could feel the energy from NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman and ESPN President Jimmy Pitaro. They were together the night before in Tampa as ESPN kicked off its new relationship with the NHL. Bettman was visibly still so happy seeing his league return to the ESPN for the first time since 2004, and it was interesting as he gathered top executives in the private green room before going on stage and showed him, he took out his phone and he showed him ESPN's opening sizzle reel promoting the partnership, and it was a very cool scene. But now you could see why Bettman was so excited. ESPN averaged almost 900,000 viewers for its doubleheader coverage on Tuesday night, and that marked the best NHL opening night doubleheader on record for the league. So very strong numbers to start the NHL-ESPN relationship, both sides understandably very happy. Before moving on from the NHL, one deal to read up on. The Maple Leafs signed a new partnership with TikTok that will see the company's logo on the team's helmets. I find this interesting as obviously the team is looking to draw young fans and the Maple Leafs are the first hockey team to partner with TikTok. TikTok's only done a few sports deals and so you want to see about a big difference. The team's previous helmet partner was its Socia Bank partnership. That was on the helmet. So a marked difference in the partnership and the helmet partners going from Socia Bank 
to TikTok. The team also said it's working on a social and entertainment platform with TikTok, as well as content for pregame and intermission. So that's a pretty interesting deal to watch between the Maple Leafs and TikTok. Finally, episode two of the Marshan and Iran Sports Media Podcast was recorded Wednesday live from the CAA World Congress of Sports in New York, and it does feature Jimmy Pataro as a special guest. So make sure you check out episode two of that collaboration between SBJ and the New York Post. And SBJ will be back in New York next week for our Game Changers Conference Wednesday, October 20th. Love to see you there. Register on our website. If you're there, please let me know. Love to say hello. So that is your morning buzzcast for Friday, October 15th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope you had a great week, a big week coming up in sports, a big weekend coming up with sports with the Baseball Championship Series. Enjoy all your sports viewing. Stay healthy, be good to each other. I'll speak to you on Monday. This program was sponsored by Yahoo. Millions worldwide count on Yahoo to connect them to their passions. What you may not know is that Yahoo means business too. Yahoo connects businesses to more growth. Edgecast, their media platform, delivers valuable media experiences to viewers worldwide through a secure platform that shares content with speed billions of times per day across all devices. Discover why the world's largest companies rely on Edgecast at edgecast.com. That's E-D-G-E-C-A-S-T dot Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.